And hello. It's still sober. I'm John Rabin. I, uh, if you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. Doing all right? I think I'm going to start playing the lottery again. You know what I mean? It's, uh, and I, I don't mean like, dumping a lot of money, investing a lot of money, just the amount of money that it costs to buy two candy bars, I can at least act like I'm taking a shot at quote-unquote free money. And I only say that because I looked at the, uh, here in Texas, the Mega Millions is like, it's up to $290 million. And that number is big enough to actually take the annual payments versus the cash value option. It's like, well, the cash value option is 165 million. I'm like, yeah. Or it seems like a more responsible idea is you take uh, 30 payments that increases in value every year. And that way, if you go on a shopping spree and fuck up, you haven't, you don't have to go back to your job, right? Like it's like, oh no. Oh, reset, new year. Here's your check. You know, it just, it, it seems to me that you get to a certain amount, it's like, maybe just do that. Oh. This is this is what I thought of today. It's it's tied to it's something you think about when you're dealing with work and there's things at work that just kind of make you go, is there an easier way? <laughs> there's got to be an easier way. Can I become an influencer? We had this customer who rented from us who is an influencer and uh, kind of difficult to work with, which shouldn't surprise you. But it also turns out that this influencer, and sure enough, I checked her out on Instagram and yeah, they, you know, it's like 500,000 followers or whatever, sponsored by Bang Soda or whatever. Um, but when you Google her name, like Google gives her the title of, she's a, a Venezuelan, she's like big in Central and South America uh, with Spanish speaking community, this particular influencer. But, um, her title was a Venezuelan TV presenter, which I think sounds way more impressive than influencer. It's like, why would you go with that title? Doesn't it have a lot of negative connotation? It should have. If if you don't have a negative connotation to, to you, it's like, no, I think that's a legitimate, but you need to get your head examined. So I don't understand why you wouldn't go with, with a better title. You know, I'm a producer. Like, just... I don't know. It it would seem to me that you'd be able to bullshit a better title than to go with something that makes everybody roll their eyes. 
I don't know. That's just, uh, yeah, so she was difficult to work with. Um, luckily, I do not uh, deal with customers for longer than about 30 seconds. Um, they keep me in the warehouse, which I love. I love just doing the, uh, uh, this like all the back-end stuff that doesn't require actually having to put on a fake smile and change the tone of your voice and tell somebody to, you know, have a great event and have a great day and wave and smile when you don't feel like smiling because you just fucking want to get back to the podcast that you're listening to. You know, it's, you know, only have to do that for about 30 seconds and that's, and that's good. That's enough. Um, like I, I used to do sales, but uh, I also drank then, which was kind of the balance. And I was young. That sales customer service stuff works out really well in your 20s when you're like, this is just a part time. This is just a temporary thing. You know, I've got all this optimism and energy and, um, you know, uh, my stamina is high testosterone and all that shit and uh, energy just energy that's really the thing energy you got energy to burn you can you can do jobs hungover without missing a step you can you can do uh, you can put up with so much bullshit and then you know your your tolerance for bullshit just drops the older and older you get which is you know which is why you don't have customer service reps that are, you know, in their 60s and 70s. Because they'd probably just, they wouldn't help you. But uh, anyway, so, so at work, I discovered something. Because uh, we had a meeting today. And there, there's a thing about meetings that um, I, I, I dislike them. And it turns out that they are necessary. You do get stuff out of it, but there's a lot of bullshit with meetings um, because people have ideas, and they, you know, the the people people higher up than you tend to have ideas, and you know want to try try out these new ideas and implement new stuff. But then, you know, you have an idea and you're like, oh, we should try this. Okay, well, let's discuss it. Well, let's uh, pick a date in the future to do that so then you put off this new thing like this new process because you want to discuss the details well we're all here do you want to do it now well no let's let's do this at a later time and it just kind of and it it's this cycle of implementing things and discussing it and troubleshoot and, and it's just a lot of it feels like uh, busy work, but at an like at administration level busy work. That's like uh, it's it's the equivalent of I I think I'll just sweep up. When you just kind of sweep, but you're not really doing anything, you're just appearing to look busy, so that like to justify getting paid instead of actually doing work. It's that, but at an administration level. And that's what I, that's what I, I just, I hate busy work. I hate anything that gets in the way of me doing what I need to do. 
It's like, you know, I could be doing actual work, and yet here we are in a meeting discussing fake work that will theoretically make real work easier and if it ever comes to fruition and it's, you know, best case scenario. But we kind of lean more to the it's it's rarely hits best case scenario. It's just kind of talking shit, and it's just kind of come up. Oh, it, and and it's funny because I thought this was. I'm like, is this just us? It's everybody, and it it, it doesn't just happen at a corporation level, like a large corporation. It's every level, every size business has this same bullshit. I think it's just the nature of things. It's you know, and and you can't get rid of it because. Having pe- people with ideas do help because you have to dig through all the bullshit ones, and there's a lot of them, most of them. And I've learned that because I shoot down most of almost everything immediately um, because I don't like change and because I smell bullshit almost immediately. But I have been wrong. And that's the thing is that most ideas suck. But you can't shoot down everything because then nothing changes. And while you may like that, John, it doesn't get better if it doesn't change. I know you feel comfortable in what you're doing, but to grow, you have to have ideas. Um, So I've learned... And I'm almost 49, and it's so it's weird to kind of learn this. Um, and I don't think it's it's just it's relearning it. I think I've known this in the past, but I'm relearning that the idea here is when they you know is is when you come up with new procedures and there's like like a new idea comes up, and we're going to try this, and you know that it's gonna that it's bullshit, that it's not going to work. We're going to label things a different way now. Normally, I just go, why? Well, because it makes, because I know this way works for you, but what if you're not here and we need a labeling system that's more easy, easier to use if you've get, if you've got temp workers or you've got somebody new? Yeah, but I don't think that this will do that. Why would we do, you know, to. And so what I'm doing now is because me objecting to the idea right away is they've they've caught on to it. My coworkers have caught on to the fact that I'm going to reject everything. Um, so they've stopped listening to me. I mean, unless I have a, a, a good point immediately that shoots it down, and they go, oh, right, yeah, that's not going to work. That that would set the building on fire or whatever dumb, you know, idea um, that risks my life and um, and money that costs too much money uh, to do. Um, so instead of shooting something down, because I realized that it's it it does nothing. It's a waste of it's it's actually a waste of time. It's actually a waste of time and energy to object to something that's probably going to go through anyway and I didn't you know and I'm real and realizing oh it you know this is a, a 
this is futility to try to fight it. I go ahead and let it happen. You know, I do the the fake. Oh, okay, yeah, that seems uh, we could we could try it. I have, you know, I I kind of I always like I have my uh, you know I have my doubts about it, but it you know it would be something to try. By doing that, realizing that I'm going to have to deal with this new dumb idea anyway, and you know, save the energy for the resistance that I was putting up with it. Save that for later. And that energy I can then use to implement the new idea that sucks. Watch it fail. And then enjoy the satisfaction of being right. And then going back to doing what we were we were doing in the first place. Because it's, I don't know, it's the whole... It goes back to the Taoist thing about going with the flow. Like you don't fight against the current, but you you swim with the river. And then as you're swimming, you can then head to either side of the metaphorical shore. Uh, you, you get what I'm saying. So instead, and, I, and it's weird to me that I'm finally... You know, it it took them to stop. I, I when I realized that they're they're like, yes, John. They kind of start, when they've uh, when they metaphorically pat me on my head with my objections. At this point, I went. You know, I was able to re- realize, oh, they're not. Uh, yeah, they're going to do this anyways. So now, I look like I'm I'm more supportive. I said that to the coworker of mine who's. You know, the because we had a, a brand new idea brought forth in the meeting. We're all like, okay, I don't know. and I got back to the warehouse, and my coworker and I go, you know, I hate this idea, right? And he goes, oh yeah, I know. This is absolutely something you you can't stand. So, so it's like they they'll still still know, but at least you know, on the surface, everybody's you know getting getting along and. Uh, there's no resistance from me. Um, I will just nod in acknowledgement of its failure when it is implemented and it doesn't work. Or maybe it does work. And and I'm pleasantly surprised and it makes my job easier. That's the payoff is you let it happen. If it fails, you feel good about the fact that you are right to begin with and if it does work you're pleasantly surprised and you didn't fight the thing and you allowed the new idea to flourish and actually become one of the good ones ah you're one of the good ones you didn't suck all uh, originally you sounded you sounded stupid but uh wow i didn't think you we could pull this off but we did so that's what i learned today Okay, real quick, because I came across this thing and I just wanted to, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but uh, it's, I know it's, I know people want to be recognized. It's really easy to be recognized for an accomplishment or something that you've overcome. 
And then people go, you're so brave, or you did it, and yay, you, and I love this, and, and it makes you feel good. I get that. I get it. It's, it's, it's what social media has taught us is getting that uh, getting validation, um, likes and clicks and all that stuff makes you feel um, the tiny little rush of dopamine. Um, the attention. You get the attention. And we like attention. I get it. But really, nobody likes to see people toot their own horn. So it's a fine line between celebrating a sobriety date and full-on tooting your own horn to where it's kind of uh, intolerable. I really... There should be a manual. I should fucking write it. Uh, a manual. Uh, how to be sober and not be an asshole. Because it's really easy to slip into uh, look at me, please, you know, congratulate me on how well I'm doing. Um, which from the outside to somebody who hasn't struggled with that, it feels like, you know, I, well, I'm, you know, I, I didn't either. You're, you're, it's, you know, you're giving yourself credit for something you shouldn't have been doing anyway. Like, it's like, hey, I'm not destroying my life. Good for you. I'm happy that you're not destroying your life. We are all not destroying our lives. Yeah, but I used to destroy my life all the time. I was really good at self-destruction. I had a good run of self-destruction. Then I'd build myself up and I'd destroy it again. But you know what? I stopped doing it recently. Look at me. Not destroying it. Great. Can I can I go now? So I don't know. Be be conscious of how much you're coming off. You know, that's if you don't mind rubbing people the wrong way, I, I guess go ahead. But it's just it seems to me that the payoff is is not enough to be kind of kind of douchey. You know, it's not enough, you know, why would you know why would you totally douchebag out for a little bit of attention and validation where as the long game people are like, well, I'm going to unfollow that cuz that's uh, that's irritating. I'm going to mute that person quietly. Um, you know, because it's not like people, yeah, most people, if they do that, it's just a little bit, it's like, hey, I just need a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a pick me up and just want to give everybody a check in. I'm doing all right. And everybody goes, yeah, but if you start, but some people get into it and they get, they don't, they get addicted to that attention. So it's like every day. It's like, hey, I'm doing better. Oh, look at me. Look at me. I made it through the day today. But like they post every day like this. It's like, ugh. come on. What are you doing? It's time to look at yourself. I don't know why I'm telling everybody this. This is 
one person in particular I'm thinking of, and I don't think that they listen to my podcast, but I seen them. I seen them online, and I've been thinking about it, so I had to bring it up. It's like, ugh. come on, you guys. Come on, you people out there who aren't doing it. Continue to not do that. We're all just trying to make it through. Oh, man. I'll leave you with this. I got a, I got a movie recommendation. If you have not seen everything, everywhere, all at once, you need to see that fucking movie. There's, if you're hearing a lot of hype about it, it, you know, some things don't live up to the hype. This thing su- supersedes it. It blows the hype away. Because I've heard, I had heard a lot about it. Then I saw it, and I just can't. Because here's here's the thing. There's there's been some of my favorite movies. They blew me away in different in different ways. So like like Shawshank Redemption is uh, really emotional and great. Like it, you know, makes you tear up, and you know, it's a wave of emotions. Uh, one of my favorite movies, Pulp Fiction. Great writing blew me away in the theater because I'd never seen anything like it. Dialogue, great. You know, it's had things, raw things happen in it that I had never seen before. Okay. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. It's one of my favorites. It's, you know, basically a, a long, one long car chase pause one long car chase back and it's you know and it's just it's mind-blowing visuals and once again craziness and insanity and things that you have you've never seen before well everything everywhere all at once follows its name because it's all of that all the things the experiences i've had with all three of those movies I had with this movie at the same time you will be laugh crying like you'll be like like it's like absurdity and then emotion and then also visually out there if you have, ep- if you have ep- epilepsy I don't know read the book I don't think there's a book um, it's insane that's all I can say are there subtitles? Yeah, fucker, you're going to have to read. Unless you speak Mandarin, you're going to have to fucking read some of it. <sighs> People, I don't want to watch foreign films. I don't like reading. Well, that's a personal issue. And um, that's fine. You can just go watch another John Wayne movie. But everybody else, highly recommend it. See it on a you know see it on a big screen. It's probably not in theaters anymore. But get with a friend that has a projector or a really big screen TV and see it on there. Surround sound. That's what I did when we went on vacation last week. I forgot to mention it. It's a fucking great movie. That's my recommendation. Uh, email address stillsoberpod at gmail dot com. Uh, questions and comments that are positive to neutral. And uh, appreciate it. Thanks for sticking with me again. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right? Later.